hey, how you doing? I hope you're good. Welcome to episode number 99 of the BBB podcast. Woo, the big 100 is just around the corner. And then that will be it, bringing season seven to an end. Not it forever, it for season seven. Thank you guys so much for being a listener. I really appreciate you. So on with the show. Today I am talking about the effect diet has on anxiety. Anxiety is very much on the increase and I truly believe it doesn't have to be that way. Now there can be many reasons for anxiety, don't get me wrong, but today my guest and I talk about his journey with radically changing his anxiety because of his diet. So thanks to Sunny, you are fantastic and I hope people can at least try and implement some changes because they see a bit of themselves in you. Let's launch into the intro. Today on the show I am talking to Sonny Blonstein-Dent. Sonny is known as the ancestral health guy over on Instagram and that is where I came across him. That's where I come across all my favourite people. His feed is filled with amazing knowledge, real sort of fact-based info that is easy to understand. But what I particularly want to talk to Sonny about today is his experience with anxiety. As he says himself, he believes that people are looking at anxiety in the wrong way with most therapies covering the symptoms without looking at the root cause. So very, very excited to talk to Sonny today. Welcome to the show, Sonny. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> really great to have you and I'm excited to get diving into our conversation today. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. So let's let's begin at the start of your journey. Your Instagram clearly centers around your experience with anxiety and how you've overcome it. But are you able to share how your anxiety manifested and how it's affected your life up until now? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll show that. So mm-hmm. basically, it mainly started around secondary school or kind of high school, era, like this kind of time. And basically, I think it was directly linked to consuming more takeaway food, you know, because my mum is working, my family... They didn't really cook for me, so I had to start ordering more takeaway food, going eating outside, and you know all those vegetable oils and processed sugar. Mm-hmm. I think that was the main kind of the start of it, really, mm-hmm. and it just continued on, and eventually it would just get worse and worse. Because most pe- most people think, oh, okay, I have some, I, I'm feeling anxious, do I have anxiety? But the yeah. people who actually have this, it's different when you can literally can't control it. You're just, it's like you're having a panic attack. You can't control it. You can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. you have you can't deal with it and some people say lots of people say oh it's just in your head you can you know breathe in breathe out but this is different it's more of a it's a I like to say it's a, it's a physical symptom of physical problem causing mental symptoms yeah for sure. yeah of course there is going to be as you say anxiety in people normally it's part of everyday life you know anxiety keeps you safe you know it's your brain telling you okay hang on a minute I need to assess the situation but it's whenever it becomes chronic that it becomes the problem you know it it started to take over your life would you yes, say yes yes yeah it really did take over my life I mean I couldn't I got to a point where I literally couldn't go to lessons I'd, I'd have a panic attack when the teacher asked me like you know what this question is and I'd have to say I need to go to the toilet mm-hmm. and it just my heart would just be beating out of my chest so it's definitely, it's definitely, you can't really live with it. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's nice of you to be so open. So when did you sort of start thinking to yourself, this is not normal, you know, nobody else is having this experience. Did you sort of think, right, I've had enough. I need to sort of look into this. What kind of opened up the next stage for you? Well, I, I, I kind of did believe that it was a broken brain, like the doctors tell you a chemical imbalance, maybe yeah. genetics even. I really did believe that for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I just started... To be honest, it started, my journey started when I was looking at kind of keto diets and I saw 
um, some YouTube videos about how it helped them, their mental health kind of problems. And I was looking at the keto diet and reading about it. And I thought, I need to try this. And it didn't really work for me that well at first. I was trying it. But that's that's when it first kind of started trying to actually, you know, use food or use um, a natural natural way instead of just thinking, oh, God, I've got anxiety. Yeah. You kind of touched upon it, but would you say your anxiety was solely stemmed from poor diet or was it just exacerbated from the poor diet and the, you know, the excess sugar and carbs? I think it's purely because I think when I was younger, I never had a good... Um, I wasn't being fed much meat. I didn't. I was fed rice milk from a really young age. Mm. I also I, I was breastfed, but I wasn't. I was. I missed out lots of um, nutrient dense foods when I was younger, which mm. are essential for the, developing the brain and, you know, um, preventing a mental illness when you're older. Yeah. So I think yes, for me it was it was hundred percent food and nutritional deficiencies, but I think for other people it can be, it can be to do with lights. It can be to do with even a pathogen. You know, it can yes. be to do with. I do think it's the same for everyone. Yeah, it's like like I've said before, it's one tool in the toolbox that you, toolbox that you can experiment with. Let's start with diet, see what happens. If that's not working, is it my sleep? Is it is it light? Because light is so important, you know, to get that sunlight in your eyes yeah. in the morning. Or is it something that's maybe happened to you in the past and it and you've almost buried it and it just kind of triggers every now and again, you know, and you just haven't learned how to deal with it i've been now um, listening to, to these guys from they're called satori prime and they've been talking about sitting with your anxiety so sort of anxiety in itself isn't a mm-hmm. bad thing it's whenever you try to resist it that it becomes difficult but if you sort of sit with it and let it pass mm-hmm. but i mean i'm not talking from experience i have never had chronic i've had anxiety but i've never had chronic anxiety so i can't you know <laughs> say that that would work but it's an interesting thing to think about yeah, I, I think that, in my opinion, meditation, you know, all these kind of therapies that they do, it's they're not really dealing with the root cause of it. They're just kind of helping with the symptoms. Mm-hmm. I, I really do believe it's a, a physical, there's a physical problem, whether it's deficiency, whether it's lack of sunlight. I mean, I really believe that you can't really, you're not really dealing with the root cause again. Mm-hmm. Even lots of these, um, you know, uh, therapists, they're not really dealing with the root cause. Yeah, for sure. I guess meditation, like, you can use it as a tool for anything. It will teach you to slow down and maybe think, okay, how do I want to deal with this situation? I don't want this anxiety to be my identity. You know, it gives you that little bit more space between a reaction, but like you say, it could not necessarily fix the, the yeah. cause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk then about plant chemicals. So I saw on your Instagram a while back the health, so-called health section in the bookstore, which was mostly yeah. vegan and plant-based. It is just everywhere right now. And yeah. I'm sure people, I mean, they're doing the best they can. They see this and they think, okay, I need to get on board. This seems to be the way to go. But can you talk about why plants may not be the best choice for everyone, especially those with anxiety? Yeah, I think that many, I mean, you're right, it's been... It's being promoted everywhere. I don't think it's even. I can't tell if it's because of profit, like because of its yeah. companies, or if it's actually the government who's promoting it. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a, definitely a thin line between them. But um, I think it's not all just about avoiding plants as well. I think lots of us are quite dogmatic. We're either carnivore or vegan, and we get into this kind of mm-hmm. dogmatic approach where it's like either plants are killing us or animal foods are killing us. Yeah. But once again, I think we can actually prepare plants in a way to deactivate the anti-nutrients, which no one's really talking about, mm-hmm. apart from maybe the Western A. Price Foundation have been talking about that for a long time. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, I think some people, if they have a really injured gut, 
then they need to avoid these plants altogether because even if they prepare these plants in the right way, they're still it won't completely deactivate all of them and it can still they're still hard to digest. So these people the carnivore diet would suit them. Yeah, like but, they say, it's yeah. the ultimate elimination diet, the carnivore diet. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For example, my girlfriend, she has problems. Um, she has an injured gut and has candida. Yeah. Just um, She's had it for a long time. So I basically put her on the carnivore diet and it's just helping her so much. And we're, we're tackling candida separately. So for people like her, it's best to avoid plants completely. And, you, you know, you can do it well. It's not going to cause any nutritional deficiencies uh, you won't get scurvy. It's, mm-hmm. a complete, it's a complete myth. But I still think we need to talk. There isn't enough talk about how to prepare these plant foods correctly, yeah. which I've, which I'm, I need to. I mean, I need to spread more information about it, because you know we can, for example, you can soak nuts, which deactivate the phytic acid. Mm-hmm. You can sourdough bread, which deactivates the lectins. And no, not many people know this, but gluten. Everyone's saying, oh, I'm gluten intolerant, and that makes complete sense because gluten's a lectin. Yeah. So, but when you sourdough it, it it reduces the lectin content, reduces gluten. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everyone's gluten intolerant because it's it's a poison that plants produce to try and try and protect themselves from chemicals from exactly. from from predators. I mean, yes, uh huh. Well, so it makes perfect sense. Yeah, like I've said on here before, you know, plants can't, they need to have a defense mechanism and that's the stuff that can be injuring your gut. And that's why, you know, if you are susceptible, you know, you see people who go raw vegan and they have such bloat yes. and discomfort because it's literally, you have not done anything to break that plant down and your exactly. body is just going to be, no, I'm going to reject that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, try eating a, a raw, you know, try eating a beans, like legumes raw and that will, you won't have a good time with that. Exactly, yeah. And everybody thinks beans and rice are the healthy way to go, but you have to, like you say, you know, you have to work it out for yourself. You, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, we are sometimes overcomplicating it, you know, and we get used to the feeling of just at a meal, I'm really bloated, and you just think it's normal. You just think that's the new norm. But then, exactly, yeah. If you change that and you go, okay, ah, this is how I'm supposed to feel. Okay, now I'm going to take a bit more responsibility. It's an exciting journey, you know, it's, it's not to be, uh, I wouldn't worry about it. It's just experimenting each day. Do I feel better because I've done this? Yep, brilliant. And then maybe reintroduce more things and then go, oh, no, that doesn't work for me. It's not a big deal. And then you were talking about fermented foods. So this is kind of your thing at the minute, raw and fermented foods. <laughs> what What's your favorite choice at the minute? Yeah, so by raw and fermented foods, I don't mean eat meat raw, eat yes. vegetables raw. Yes. I mean just incorporate some fermented foods into your diet. For example, my favorite is raw dairy. So yeah. it's basically the reason why raw foods are important because they contain enzymes. And there's an amazing book. It's like called Enzyme Nutrition, I think. Mm-hmm. And it basically talks about how it's just these enzymes, you know, we don't have, when we're cooking all our food, our body has to work really hard to produce enzymes. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we're, everyone is just cooking, that, just not eating any raw foods. But these raw foods, they're easy to digest because the enzymes and the bacteria do all the digestion for us. So if we incorporate even just, you know, some raw butter on your mm-hmm. steak or some, you know, what else can you do? Raw honey. These are these foods contain enzymes. So it's not really about eating a whole raw food diet. It's just about incorporating some fermented or raw foods. Yeah. Raw milk is a little bit more difficult to get your hands upon, but I have had it. I do like it. It is nice. It is. Yeah. Raw cheese is a lot more accessible. You can get it in the supermarket. Well, whenever yeah, you say Whole Foods, you can it, get them. I think if well. it says on the packet unpasteurized, is that raw? Yes, that is raw. I mean, it's some you know sometimes people can lie about it, but 
yeah. generally it's a, it's a sign that's, that's what raw means unpasteurized yeah. and then this is a how you pronounce it kefir or kefir how you pronounce i don't yeah. know how you pronounce it kefir kefir yeah. yeah it tends to be pasteurized all the versions that i've seen is that such a bad thing or it's better you- than past it's better to consume you know pasteurized kefir than pasteurized yogurt or yeah. pasteurized milk because it's got a lot more bacteria in it because you're adding the bacteria back in with the kefir grains mm-hmm. but you can there is lots of places i don't know it depends where you're from but in the uk mm-hmm. you can order i order raw goat's kefir there's a farm that um that have raw cow's kefir it's just hard you can't get it in the supermarket you have yeah. to order it uh, or maybe get it at a farmer's market yeah and when if you're having raw milk do you put it in stuff or you just drink away at it yeah i make um i make mashed potatoes uh, ah. with raw milk and raw butter from time wow. to time well but that's super creamy it's really nice because right. sometimes sometimes i'm people ask me what what diet you're actually on yeah because um, it's quite confusing because one day i talk about how plant foods can injure the gut the next day i say that you know you know people are consuming plant foods and we can prepare them in the right ways mm-hmm. so for me it's about it's not about there's one diet for everyone it's about um where's your current gut health if you yeah. You know, I, I started off with the carnivore diet when I first started healing my anxiety. Mm-hmm. But now I'm eating mashed potatoes because my guts is healed yeah. to a certain extent. I, I've spoken to a lot of people about the carnivore diet and I, I understand how great it is for some people. But I just, I, I find it difficult to just have the same sort of thing all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not for everyone. I mean, yeah. some people, these people, I think they feel their gut is so injured that they just feel terrible when they eat carbs or any sort of vegetables. So of course they're going to feel amazing when their gut's not being injured. Exactly. Yeah. And they're going to promote that and shout from the rooftops about it. But I think if you can, if you can deal, I mean, I can, I don't tend to have any digestive upset, so I can deal with quite a lot of things, but I would sort of teeter towards low carb, high fat anyway, but I like to have a variety on my plate. And I don't know about you, but whenever you were a carnivore, had you any money left? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. no it is it is expensive but i mean to be honest i spend more money now because i'm buying the steak and the yeah. mashed potatoes and raw milk no i think it's all about what your current gut health is there's no there's no there's not really a better diet no. it depends on a lot of things i mean some people even do better with high carb even when healing the gut um with a yeah. bit of higher carbs yep and keeping your hormones in check maybe women need a few more carbs in their life just every now and again there's been people i've spoken to they'd like to do a bit of carb cycling just because it feels better for them yeah it's you know and i say all the time that there is no one size fits all and people don't like that they want kind of a a template don't they (laughs) people are naturally i mean including myself quite we we tend to go to the extremes don't we we like either plants are killing us or, or or animal foods are killing us yeah, I know. People know how I eat and I ha- I've definitely taken a back seat now. I, I maybe used to be that one that was kind of preaching a bit, but now I just don't say anything. And I just, if anybody wants to ask me anything, I'll absolutely answer. But you can't be yeah. that preachy person in the corner because people are just going to hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I noticed actually, Sonny, that you are starting consultations on Skype. Are you going to start helping some people with their anxiety? Yeah, because I I do reply to all my DMs. So if you want to ask me a question there, anyone can. But lots of people have been asking me they want like specific help with you know specific questions, and I can't really do that um, yeah. unless I'm sort of speaking to them on Skype. So I thought, why not yeah. um, help more people, especially since my account's been growing a bit. Uh-huh. Um, it's more demand for it, so why not? Brilliant. And then can people can people get in contact with you regarding that right now or? 
They can. They can email me on through my Instagram, or they can. My website is uh, in my bio from my Instagram, so you can just contact me through there as well. Yeah, I'll put all that in the show notes. No worries. So, Sonny, how would you describe your anxiety now? In check, I mean, it's, or it's definitely in check. I mean, it takes it takes a real push to for me to feel that anxious that anxious feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, before it was so. I mean, it's gone from before it would feel like imagine you're just performing in front of thousands of people and you're just mm-hmm. doing nothing you're kind of going out and seeing some family members yeah. and you feel like you're performing like on some, some stage in front of like the whole world like yeah. the, it feels like you're just the adrenaline and the your heart is just beating really fast and it, there's no reason for it mm-hmm. there's no it's just it's completely irrational yeah but now it's just it's amazing it's honestly very liberating now so brilliant so just normal anxiety like everybody else yeah like i just feel anxious <laughs> like oh i need to do this it's yeah. kind of annoying yeah um but i never get this feeling that that i can't i need to run away like i used to like i'm trapped mm-hmm. and i need to escape now i can handle sort of handle the and it's not and i didn't do any i didn't do any uh you know meditation hypnotherapy sure. i've i've this was just completely diet it's i tried hip, I've, i tried uh a hypnotherapist before I tried counsel. I did counseling even for a bit. It just didn't help at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, That's I did, interesting. It, it actually made it worse. To be honest, it didn't really do much for me. Yeah. But since I just it started doing doing carnival diet for uh, two months, and I just felt a lot better, and I've just been learning more since then. And I realized that for me, it was nutritional deficiency and lots of uh, nutrients found in meats, specifically B12, these kind of things brilliant i'm just i just want people to hear this you know this is your story and i've said it on here lots of times before you know one day somebody will listen to a, a podcast and it'll trigger something you know that they, they kind of align a little bit with your story and i just would love people to hear that and go do you know what this is the one thing i have not tried yet i'm yes. gonna experiment there's not gonna be any harm in tweaking your diet just to see how you feel and you've been on such a journey and you've experimented and it's worked out for you so hopefully somebody's listening and can try new things themselves Exactly. That's that's pretty much why I made my account in the first place. You have such good following already. It's been amazing because it's all your infograms are really, really good. They're really engaging. I think that helps people just quickly can look at a piece of information and think that's brilliant. Yeah, I found it's just there's so much information like on, on diet and it, there isn't really a it, there's so much it's so complicated to find all of it and because I've done so much research, I thought I'd put it all in one place. So mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to, you know, I try to make it really simple so people can just kind of look at it and instantly kind of understand mm-hmm. yeah brilliant so i don't want to keep it too much longer sunny if i could ask you one more question if you could give our listeners one final thought today one sunny nugget that they can incorporate into their lives to build that better body what would that be i think because of the time of how much veganism and how much vegetarian is being promoted i think honestly eat eat some steak and um <laughs> and you will not you will not regret it eat a grass-fed steak and you'll be happy yeah oh i love it it's nice and simple (laughs) yeah not for everyone i mean there's definitely more causes of anxiety but i mean you know you need the steak is it's it's important the meat for mental mental wellness as I've said on here again, I say a lot of things on here, a lot of people, it's become part of their identity, you know, to be a vegan or a vegetarian and to change all of that is a big shock to the 100%, system. 100%. 100%. Yeah, but if they've tried everything else, you know, you know, life is for a living, it's time to thrive and, and you got to try these new things because the suffering has to end, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Brilliant. And then, so where's the best place for people to connect with you? Is it, is it Instagram? Right now it's Instagram. Yeah. Or my website, um, mm-hmm. Ancestral Health Guy. Uh, yes. Yeah. 
And then if people want to get their consultation on with you, <laughs> they can send you. Yeah, message. yeah, yeah. It's a uh, haven't done any yet, but um, looking I'm forward sure to trying will. some out. No, that's brilliant. I'm sure you do get a lot of instant messages right enough because people are kind of suffering in silence. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy how how anxiety and depression rates are just skyrocketed, skyrocketed. And I completely, I think it's all to do with, because of these vegetarian diets and vegan diets are being so promoted, they're being promoted so heavily mm-hmm. as the way to go. And it's, 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 never, it's never been like this before where it's no. just, some meat is just being demonized constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Food for thought for sure. Well, thank you, Sonny. That was great. Uh, thank you for sharing your story, for being open and honest. And I am sure you are instilling hope in people listening today. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me on. By listening to this podcast, please be aware that this is for informational purposes only. It is by no means a substitute for medical advice. So please consult with your general practitioner if you want to embark on anything new.